with communication, it, it's just, it's so mandatory in whatever job you are in. And you can say that as a coder, yes, you are spending the entire day typing and writing code and solving problems, but you need to be able to share that with people, with your manager, with your teammates, your colleagues, your uh, stakeholders to correctly set expectations. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back, dear audience, to another PyBytes podcast episode. And I'm here with Julian Sequeira. How's it going, man? What's going on? Yeah, great. Thanks. It's Friday. It's hot in Spain. I think you're still in lockdown. So we're going to keep this super quick because we did want to come out this week with an episode. Yeah, let's get something out. Let's take some action, get something done, yeah. and uh, <laughs> relax, I think. I think we need a good break. Yeah, quick or not, let, let's share a win. What's a win this week? Uh, a big quick win for me is one of the goals I'm working on, which is to move houses, uh, made some progress this week. I won't go into all the detail and take forever, but uh, looking really good. And it looks like we can probably do it much sooner than we expected. So very, very happy. What about you? Exciting, man. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, for me, some huge coding sessions with our clients spending one to two hours, and it was really amazing. And I got stuck as well. And no shame on that. It was really a learning experience for both. It was great. That's cool, man. So even even you get stuck. This is wonderful. Approachable. So today um, I'm going to interview Julian a little bit uh, about communication because that's his forte. And uh, it's especially meaningful for him these days as you're still in lockdown, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, here in Sydney, Australia, we're still in lockdown. And uh, it doesn't look like it's letting up anytime soon. And it's making it very difficult to, you know, communicate. I'll say that. Yep. Plus the fact that work has changed um, since the coronavirus uh, thing with different ways of working remotely. Plus, yeah, we always say communication is super important as a developer. So Mm. let's dive straight in. We don't have much time today. So first question. Why is communication so important and beneficial? Yeah, well, you know, this is something we've mentioned before, but repetition is key, is it not? So (laughs) with communication, it's just, it's so mandatory in whatever job you are in. And you can say that as a coder, yes, you are spending the entire day typing and writing code and solving problems. But you need to be able to share that with people, with your manager, with your teammates, your colleagues, your uh, stakeholders. You need to be able to communicate well. So you need to be able to formulate your ideas, your solutions, uh, the problems that you're having, any delays, all of these things. You need to be able to communicate to them to correctly set expectations. And doing so makes you extremely effective. Again, this is doesn't matter what role you're in. It makes you extremely effective and trustworthy. And there is that essence of uh, people look at you like you're a leader. 
they think, wow, this this person can communicate. Uh, they know how to set expectations. They know how to talk with me at a level that I need to be able to talk on. Because again, not everyone you work with is going to be technical. So throwing a lot of technical jargon at them won't solve the problem. Uh, but it really sets you up as a leader and, and leads you down the path of promotion, uh, career changes in the place to to the toward the places that you want to go, and overall meeting your goals. So it, it's a very very key skill. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Great. Um, tell us a bit about the challenges you see with lockdown, new styles of working. What are some of the challenges you see? Yeah. So I'll, I'll split that into two. The the first thing is the lockdown and. For anyone who was in the lockdown for, you know, a year overseas prior to this, totally empathise with you now because Australia is finally catching up. And now that I'm in lockdown, I really feel the pain. So uh, communication-wise, it's completely over video calls and audio calls, and that's it. There is zero face-to-face um, and you know, last year when things were still pretty hairy, I could still leave the house and I could still go to one of the offices and meet people. I could still go down the street and catch up with friends. But now being completely locked in with no way out, not allowed to leave, nothing, uh, I'm really feeling that that strain. And for me, you know, doing some reflection, actually, I had a really great conversation with a good friend today about this. And it comes down to your style of communication. So if you tend to be an introverted person, this may actually be to your benefit. There are people who are introverted and you know don't really go well in those social situations with um, being around face-to-face with people, being in meetings, being able to communicate in front of an audience uh, when you're standing there, or even if it is just your team in a team meeting that can be overwhelming for people and that communication style doesn't float well with them. And that's okay, right? But in the quarantine, I'm finding people who are generally like that are flourishing because that pressure of being physically in the room, having that weight bearing down on them has been taken away by the flat screen monitor, by being able to turn off your camera when you feel like it, being able to raise your hand to get a chance to speak in a Zoom conversation. These little things that are built to help organize the experience um, really help some people. And it's amazing. It really is cool. And it means that it's giving people like that a a chance to flourish, to get their promotions, to really showcase their skills. They really aren't being um, eclipsed by the people who can talk a lot, you know, like me. Actually, I, I I will disclaimer there. I have enough <laughs> social skill and empathy to know not to do that to people. So I'll I'll, I'll draw the line in the sand there. Um, but on the flip side, people like me who are extroverted, love to communicate, love to talk. It can be extremely stressful, taxing, and depressing to be in this situation because. I need that physical interaction. I need to talk candidly with people. I love to have the conversation rather than something so structured that ends at 8.30 on the dot in the morning or the meeting finishes at this time, so everyone drops, you jump straight into the next meeting. That's not how life works for me, and I find that very difficult to deal with. So 
as someone in this situation, I have to find unique ways to communicate with people, not just for my sanity, but also to keep showing my worth. And it's not necessarily something I had to do before because I did have that ability to be in person in people's faces. You know, you can meet people in the office. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. It's a totally different ballgame. So that leads into the next question. Uh, what are some tips for the audience to kind of adopt this new communication style uh, with the lockdown and the new world order, whatever? <laughs> how, how can <laughs> world we order. stay effective communicators um, in spite of this whole situation? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Thanks. Um, so I think it comes down to at least acknowledging where you are with your communication. What kind of a personality you have with communicating? Do you love to talk like me or do you really hate that conversational thing? Or are you in between? Whatever it is, you have to figure out what works for you and what you need to be successful and to feel like you're successful. Um, so an example in my case, <clears throat> I really need that social interaction. And I don't mean just to talk work. I mean to hang out with people. And I also mean to hang out with my colleagues, my workmates, that matters. So Pie Bites wise, you know, I talk to you every single day, Bob, rain, hail or shine, uh, even when we're both on holidays. <laughs> but with the day job, it is very different. Everyone's got a meeting. Everyone's doing something. It's not that easy to connect. So today was a perfect example, made the conscious effort and we booked in a meeting at, I think it was 4 p.m., to have virtual drinks. And by now, I think many people are burnt out and sick of hearing about virtual drinks and virtual coffee and all that stuff. But the reality is it works for some people, may not work for everyone. So for me, it really gave me that energy kick that I needed to feel better about the situation that I'm not missing out on people, I'm not feeling alone, and that you know I can keep that communication skill up, I can keep conversation going, I can learn things about the rest of the organization through just having a chat with people. And so I think that is a tip for people. Consciously make the time to connect casually with people. doesn't have to be a, we're meeting to talk about topics X, Y, and Z. I would say, let's just meet no agenda. And I know the rule of thumb is always have an agenda for a meeting, but I feel like that was something prior to coronavirus, <laughs> prior to the COVID situation. Now we need it. So you need that free time to really just spitball and let it meld. I, I think <laughs> that advice is super valuable. And yeah, that, as I reported in the win, that connection with people, especially in a longer format, when you can be on a longer call doing stuff, mm -hmm. really no excuse these days, right? With Zoom and Skype, we, we do have the tools and also like i don't have time that that's really like a priority thing it's like the reading right make time yeah so that that's awesome yeah the the other thing i'll throw in there is you know i think people overlook the human experience right whether you're an introvert an extrovert in between whatever it is however you want to label yourself um we are humans we're still creatures and there is still that requirement for connection you need to be able to connect with people And I, I really feel for the people who live alone. I have plenty of mates like that and I really feel for them. So I'm consciously checking in, you know, but the reality is wherever you fall on that, that line or that fence, 
it is so human to react, uh, to communicate with people, to spend time with people, to learn with people, uh, share with people, whether it be share food, share drinks, share knowledge, whatever it is. Uh, it is so necessary for our experience here. And again, I just want to stress that it's so important that we communicate with people right now and we make the effort to do it. So it's not just a career move, it's a sanity move, it's a mental health move, it's uh, building relationships, strengthening your family bonds, uh, put down the phone and talk with people in your household if you have them. Just keep that communication up because it is so key to surviving this and getting through uh, to the other side. I agree. It's uh, it will be denying human nature uh, not to give into that. Right? Like you need food and physical exercise. It's it's that necessary. Let's wrap it up with a quote: Paul J. Mayer, communication, the human connection. There's that human again. Is the key to personal and career success. So double whammy. It's both personal health, but also for your career. Thanks for sharing those tips. And uh, before I let you go, what are you reading? Yeah, I'm reading, so at the moment, I'm reading a book called The Whole Brain Child. Uh, it's something you and I read a couple of you know years ago, I think we talked about it. Uh, but I'm rereading it because the kids in lockdown, homeschooling, uh, things are definitely different to ever before. So I just want to understand and, and remind myself better ways of communicating with the kids. What about you? What are you reading? Oh, that, that goes nicely in line with this episode. It's a lot about communication. <laughs> kind of scientifically explains tantrums and stuff and how to best respond, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Upstairs, maybe. downstairs brain. It's it's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, reading something very, very closely related, and it's The Self-Driven Child. And that's more about giving children more control or not trying to decide too much for them. And that, that's very interesting. I found that through Ryan Holiday's uh, email newsletter. Yeah, nice. You, you mentioned this one to me uh, like a week ago, I think, and I ended up buying it. So it's now on my bookshelf ready to go after I finish this one. Yeah, any book you tell me about or is mentioned in PDM, I buy. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, a suck we're suckers for books. All right. Well, look, Bob, thank you for the questions and allowing me to speak my mind about communications. Again, something I love and I'm super passionate about, and I encourage everyone to you know, give it some serious thought. Yeah, hope this was uh, helpful. Also, make sure you join our Slack community link below, uh, all about communication, vibrant community, great stuff, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Beautiful. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to PyBite slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.